podcast. And this week, as you can see, I'm in a hotel room because we are at AEW in Jacksonville, Florida uh, for our two-week loop, which we just finished having a revolution pay-per-view. And now we are having a day off. And I have the fantastic opportunity to have two of my favorite people on my show. Please welcome Kim Sabian and Penelope Ford. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello. <laughs> today i'm good this this smoothie is great by the way I oh. really good. as i was saying it, it took me 10 minutes just to get the bit of tape off the end of it but i finally did it so did y'all get those at the hotel or were those like delivered juice paradise oh you'll have to try them it's good oh, it looks good it's okay i want one guys we're good no <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for my listeners and everyone that's watching this podcast, uh, just to familiarize everyone, this is uh, Kip and Penelope. They are AEW superstars, and they are recently newly married, which I was part of their wedding. And, you are. Um, and Kip, I just want to publicly apologize to you because I was trying to have you in my on my Twitch page for the Little Nitro Gummy Bear Challenge, and I am so happy that you didn't do it because it was horribly dreadful. So, so I, I, we were talking about this the other day, actually. Um, <laughs> I watched a video of some guy who like eats hot food for a living. It's like his like YouTube channel. And he was like, oh, I'm trying the Lil Nitro gummy bear. No way would I have survived this. This dude eats hot stuff for like a living and he's like, he felt like he died and came back to life during it. Like, I, I was so glad that I didn't do it. You know, at that first I thought, crazy. man, I thought, what kind of friend is Kip? Like, I haven't done anything wrong to him. Like, I can't believe he was going to cancel. And Penelope was going to do it because she likes hot food. Yeah. But, you know, Nyla did it, which she still hasn't forgiven me because she said yes to it. We were both deathly ill. I mean, like, my body got so hot and Nyla powdered out like within like t not even two minutes of eating the gummy bear. And I felt like my esophagus and I was getting overheated and I couldn't calm down or cool off. Mm -hmm. I think for like five days I was in the bathroom. It was oh. horrible. Well, that's the thing as well. Like, so the, the Carolina Reaper is like the hottest pepper on earth. And that, <laughs> that comes in at a 2 million Scoville rating. Whereas this gummy bear, this little gummy bear is a 9 million. So like, it's so much hotter than like the hottest thing on earth. So yeah. And yeah. I'm Mexican, you know, I love chili. Like I'll, I'll be mm -hmm. the first one to order salsa. And I was not only was Nyla vomiting in the bathroom in the background of her stream, I was on screen. I can't leave everyone. Like I'm the only one left on my stream. So my husband like gets oh, my no. trash can and like scoots it over to me. And oh I'm just, no. Like, vomiting in front of everyone and he's like it's good for the likes just keep doing it they love it and i was just like oh my god that's horrible did you get ice cream i didn't even eat for like lunch till the next morning because i my stomach was so upset and hurting it felt like it was on fire the whole night oh no it was horrible oh, yeah is it bad that i'm upset that i missed this yeah i missed you eating it yeah it is was, it out there still it, it's out there. Yeah, it's on my oh, right. Let me go. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to watch it later. Yeah. That's our so, viewing this evening. That's what we're going to watch. Yeah, and Nyla was so upset. And she lost to it. But we, we had a bet that she was going to 
I get to do whatever uh, I tell her to do, but I thought I'm not going to keep that bed up because she was so upset with me. I'm like, we're just going to forget about this whole situation. There's nothing worse. There's nothing worse horrible. you can do to her at that point. So I'm so <laughs> glad that I thought, I'm so glad I didn't do that to you because I think that would have caused a lot of conflict in our workplace. <laughs> oh, especially as well with, with how I'm such a wimp when it comes to spicy food. Penelope told me that. She said, yeah, I was like, I was like, he's not going to eat that. Jalapenos like, are will. like my, my like top hot, like that's really hot, but just right. And that's a jalapeno. <laughs> that doesn't even hit a thousand on this. this. Oh boy, I can't imagine publicly it. apologize to you since we're kind of face to face and I'll, I'll see it work, but yeah. I just wanted to publicly <laughs> address that because we had Kip and I was like, I can't believe Kip's not showing up today and just totally... I just totally ragged on you like the whole stream. And I was even more mad at you because you were smart enough to say no to me. <laughs> That's what I said to her. I was like, nope, can't do it. He wouldn't even split oh, it with can't me. Can't do it, can't do it. It was horrible, because, horrible. Because I, so before I even researched it, I was like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. And then the second I researched it, you were sitting next to me and I was like, I can't do this. Look at this guy. <laughs> Look at this grown man just just crumbling to this little gummy bear. I was like, I can't do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But thank you anyway for at least trying to. Oh right. well, me we, for a little we bit. still we still have it. So I'm trying to palm it off to someone else to eat now. Oh yeah, do it. Your, well, not even my worst enemy. I would even have that. I was trying to get happen. my brother-in-law to eat it the other day. He said he's and thinking about it. Oh no, at least get a little tiny piece of it, but it's still, it's horrible. It's, it's like eating battery acid. That's what I, that's oh, what I concluded. Geez. Yeah. So anyway, for all those listeners that are, may not be familiar with uh, you and Penelope, Penelope, you were a combat zone wrestling uh, from 2014 to 2018. And then you got signed in 2019, correct? Correct. All right. And, um, what made you start wrestling and what got you into it? And tell us how that all came about. I like this one. This is a good story. Cool. Well, we didn't I watch wrestling in our household. So it didn't exist in my world until I met my friend Riley. And she was like, oh, I want to go to the show. They're showing me how to like train and stuff. And so I went to it and it was a death match. It was, it was CCW. There was blood everywhere, barbed wire. And I was like, this is so cool. I want to do this. But um, I never really thought I would actually do it. And so my friend contacts me a week later and goes, hey, I'm doing the tryout. Do you want to come with me? I don't want to do it alone. And I was like, yeah, why not? And well, they made us do like 800 squats. They try to make us like quit. And well, I made it through the tryout and I was like, well, I have to go to training. I have to see if I like it. And I fell in love with it instantly. And so what school did you get trained at? Or who was uh, CZW. Okay. By uh, Drew Gulak. Oh, okay. So what was your thinking? Like maybe two months after you got into it, were you regretting it? Or was it something that was like driving you more to like, I'm going to keep up with this? Oh, I, I was, I had like, I was dr driven to do it. I really want to do it and um, it was hard because I was just a blank slate. I had no knowledge of wrestling, the size of a pea. And um, I mean, there was points where I did want to give up because I was told, don't tell anyone that you don't know anything about wrestling. And that was really, really discouraging 
Yeah. So I thought it was great when you told me like your limited knowledge of like the past of wrestling. And I'm like, this is great because now I can show you all of these matches that I've loved for years and you've never seen them. So I can live them again through like you seeing them for the first time. There's still so much that I don't know. It's great. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm learning every day, but I think everyone is. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't think you can stop learning in wrestling. So let me ask you, why wasn't it shown in your household? Um, I'm not really sure. Just um, it wasn't an interest to the family or was it something that dad was like, no, my daughter's not going to be a wrestler or, I mean, did you have brothers or what was anyone I have, like? I have older siblings, but we watched a lot of cartoons in our family. And I don't know if we had cable. Like we oh, had like the, we had like the basic of basics. So we watched just like Nickelodeon all the time, or like so whatever what, channel <laughs> The Simpsons were on. Oh, that's cool. So, what age were you that you went to your dad and mom and said, "Hey, I'm going to join this wrestling school, and this is what I want to do"? What was that conversation like? I was 20, turning 21, and I. I love cheerleading and I was cheering since like I was in sixth grade and I did like an open team and I quit cheerleading for wrestling and my parents loved it. My dad was a wrestler and they were all about it. And they're like, this this is what you want to do. Just do it. Oh my gosh. And so what, who were your mentors that obviously you were training and you're, you started watching it. Who were, who were some of the mentors, male or female, that got you, you know, that you would study to try and, you know, make your, your own career happen? Um, I watch a lot of like, like Japanese women's wrestling. Oh. That really sparked like my interest in watching. I just, they have so much fire and they're I think mean. they're amazing. Yeah, they're, yeah. I, they're amazing. Yeah. It's one of my favorite things to watch is, is Joshi wrestling. Yeah, I, I loved, I, when I went to Japan with Eddie, I mean, I was fascinated by how tough the girls were and just, they so weren't about tough. makeup, hair, nothing. They just went out and like, it was all about wrestling. And I was mm-hmm. fascinated with that. Um, so uh, Penelope, you're going to school. What is your degree? Because there's many nights I would see in the locker room just writing papers, and um, I have my degree, and I was so happy to see you do this. What, what's your degree in, and how's that going? I'm dual majoring. I am fine arts and entrepreneurship. That's amazing. And how much more do you have to go? A lot. Yeah. <laughs> A whole lot. I took this semester off because I realized, like, I burnt myself out, and I just needed a break. That's because you took on a, so she took on a full-time like college schedule, like you would do if that is your only job, but she took, (laughs) she took the same amount of classes, the same schedule as those people, but also had to travel Travel. for wrestling. She had to do all of her stuff with Twitch, YouTube, everything else all at once. It was crazy. Yeah. I was putting things that I didn't want to on the back burner because I wanted really good grades. And I was like, after this semester, I just need to take a break and then focus on the things that I put on the back burner. You have to, I did that. Yeah, when I was doing online school, you have to take a break because I I didn't see the logic of doing it for like five years straight. Like it just, it made no sense to me. Like you have to take a summer just to enjoy the summer and 
and just get out in the sun and not worry about homework or anything? Well, I took on painting and drawing and I was like, oh, those, those classes should be really easy. So I can just like throw them into my schedule. Oh boy. They were the hardest classes. Well, art history was pretty hard, but I mean, the fact that I had to paint and draw and then I was traveling, like I can't transport those items with me on the road. Yeah. We're going to talk about y'all's Twitch channels in a minute. Now, Kip, uh, where were you born and raised? Because when I, I used to love to watch your accent and like when you talk to me, even like just when you when you talk, I love the accent. So obviously you're born in the UK. So where was that at? So I was born in Galston, which is in Norfolk, which I just tell everyone Norwich because that's the closest like city to where I'm from. I'm from like a small like seaside beach town that is just it's a very small kind of area. Um, I don't even hear your accent. Yeah, she doesn't hear my accent anymore. That's and then crazy. I think my accent slightly changed, though. Like, I listen to old interviews or, or, like, old... We watch old, like, I don't know, matches and promos and stuff, and I'm like, I sound very different. I have a very countryish <laughs> accent back then. Now I'm kind of more refined. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about your wrestling training and, and what promotions, because I know that I... I I saw that you had held titles, including the IPW UK World Championship, and you were in the world of sports wrestling, and you were a tag team champion. I was. Um, what age did you get started, and uh, what made you, let's, let's start with this, what age did you get started in training, and what, who were your mentors as well? Okay, so in my eyes, I started training when I was like a young child with my brother. So my brother was four years younger than me which is perfect because it meant he was the perfect size for me to pick up and throw around. Um, I <laughs> so I think I learned, I think I learned how to suplex when I was about seven. My brother would have been about three. That was a good <laughs> practice now on the bed. That's pretty good. But so I was a big fan of wrestling when I was a child, but I didn't really understand much about like promotion. So during that era would have been the WWE and the WCW era. Mm -hmm. um where they're battling back and forth and i had no idea there was a difference between the two i just liked wrestling so um i kind of when i got to maybe 12 13 i sort of forgot about wrestling and i was heavily into my skateboarding and i played tennis on like a a county level so i started playing tennis when i was maybe three as well um wow so i did tennis from like three until the age of 16 which is when I also found wrestling. And by found wrestling, I mean, I did some backyard wrestling with my buddies. Oh, um, no. So one of my oldest friends from before then, maybe a, a year or so before then was uh, Will Ospreay, who's over in New Japan. He was one of my, my best friends when we were that age. And I used to get the train all the way up to London or Essex area, which is where he's from. And he had a ring in his backyard and, and it was just like, that was the dream. And then, yeah, when I was like 16, turning 17, I got a um, an inbox in my Facebook Messenger because they knew us as the backyard group. So I got an inbox from a referee from WAW, the World Association of Wrestling, yeah. saying we have a show in my hometown of Galston. We're doing a seminar beforehand. If you guys want to come along, it's X amount of money to do the seminar. They knew that we'd pay money to get in a wrestling ring. So it was just like throwing it out there to the backyard guys. 
so I, I went there, did the training, loved it. Um, did training with uh, Soraya Knight, with Ricky. Uh, Paige was there too. Wow. Uh, Zach. Um, and they invited me back for their like their three day camp that they had. So they were at the time they were running a camp once a month. Um, so I went along to the camp and just didn't look back. It wasn't easy though. It was very hard. I got that's a rough up. family. They're yeah, tough. Well, it's the best. That's it. So at the time it was the worst, but now I look back and I'm like, <laughs> I'm so glad that I got brought in through like a respect angle because I find nowadays it's so easy to become a wrestling, like to become a trainee. It's I'm going to go to the school. I'm going to pay my money and I'm a trainee. But yeah. back, back then for, for me, especially in an old school British wrestling environment, it was okay. You're paying your tuition, but you're also earning your stripes. And because backyard wrestling was frowned upon at the time and i was told don't tell anyone you're a backyard wrestler but i didn't care i was 16 year old cocky little me thinking i know everything um so i went i went to training on the first day um they had us plan a match because i said oh I know, I know how to wrestle like i can do this they put me in with one of their guys i planned a match and it had all these crazy high spots in it all these flips and whatever the match was terrible one of the worst matches <laughs> i think i've ever had it was so bad and afterwards, in front of like the full class of people, there's like 30, 40 people there because it's their big camp. And I'm sitting at the front on the ring and I'm sitting next to Julia. And you'll know Julia. She's a sweet Soraya. She's a, yeah. she's a scary lady. Yeah, and she, is. she chewed me a new one in front of this whole class. I've never <laughs> felt so embarrassed. Is there a video then, of it? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I mean, I wish. I'd get loads of views for that one, wouldn't I? Yeah. But um, so then she was like... Uh, Okay, okay, Kip, jump in with Scott. Scott was one of their, like, like he'd been around a long time. Do another match. Okay, so we go away for, like, five minutes. We talk for a little bit. We get back in the ring, and he beats the absolute hell out of me. Like, I'm talking about I'm just getting my ass beat. And I'm, like, still coming back for more, still coming back for more. And then at the time, his big move was, like, a wheelbarrow German. This, this ring was real stiff. Like, we're talking, like, you might as well be bumping on, like, concrete. Yeah. And gives me, like, he's about to give me this German. Judy's like, no, that's enough. That's enough. And I'm like, nah, give me the move, dude. And I like run at him and he gives me the freaking move and land on my head. <laughs> Training continues. I get chewed out again. The next day, I come back. I see Julia right at the door. I hand her my tuition money because obviously I didn't pay on the first day. I paid on the second day because, you know, that's me. Um, hand her my tuition money. And ever since then, she's looked after me more than anyone else. We became like best friends instantly from that moment. And she's been a huge part of my career. That's amazing. That family is quite famous and just inspiring, you know, just through uh, their legacy. Now, mm -hmm. Kip, what made you move from, you know, Europe to come over here? Like, was it your whole family or was it just you? Oh, please. So, <laughs> so I was still living in the UK. Um, I was still living in the UK up until the week before double or nothing so and i've told this story before i i i'd started to gain a good amount of momentum on the uk indie scene and it was at ipw where um i was given the opportunity ipw had taken over another company that i'd wrestled a lot in um and they gave me and my buddy the main event of one of their shows at this venue because it was the first time IPW had run the venue. They said, go out there and do what you want for half an hour. 
we're like, this is great. So we have this match. One of my favorite matches, it was, it was against Chris Ridgeway, who uh, oh. is a UK wrestler, also has, has traveled over to Noah quite a few times as well. But me and him had this great match and Christopher Daniels was at that show. Um, and I came backstage after the show, me and my buddy had ridden with Daniels earlier in the day. So I'd got to know him and he'd watched my match. I'd asked if he'd watch it and he, he, he watched it. And I was like, if you've got any advice, please give me advice. Cause I've always been the first person to ask like someone who is, well, pretty much anyone, to be honest, what are your opinions <laughs> on this? Yeah. Um, and he just said, get some more color in your gear. Cause I was wearing quite like black gear at that point. And Everyone I was like, oh, anything black. else, please, anything else. And he's, he's like, just get a contract. Thanks for that. No, nice one. So then a few months passed. Um, later on that year, I get a, this is when Daniels was working at Ring of Honor. I get a, a random inbox out of nowhere. Hey man, do you want to work the Ring of Honor UK tour um, from this date to this date? Let me check my schedule. Yes, please. So <laughs> I did that tour. I worked Daniels again. I worked a few other guys. I worked with Hangman. Um, oh, wow. it, it was great. I really enjoyed it. Went back home, still stayed in contact with Daniels um and then it was daniels who was the first person to contact me about all elite wrestling because he told me like i've got something in the works can't give any details yet but just just hold off on signing anything and then i did the world of sport um tv company world of sport being like one of the most influential british wrestling like promotions of all time mm -hmm. and itv wanted to do a a reboot of it so i did that uh that was good fun I got to work on TV. I learned a lot about cameras and those kind of things. Um, won the first ever tag team championships with my old partner at the time, Yesterday Reese, who is huge, might I add. He's yeah. gigantic. But yeah, so then that, that finished. And then I wasn't signed in for like, once the TV had finished, I had like X amount of time that I wasn't able to take a TV contract. And then I was a free agent, basically. So the time passed, Daniel said, don't sign with anyone else, no matter what anyone says. I was just waiting out because I, I respect Daniels. You know what I mean? He's he's a yeah. legend in the business. And he's then, talking yeah. about the contract. He's talking yeah. about don't sign. Exactly. But at the time, I have no idea what's going on. And then, yeah, one day I'm a show like six hours away from my house. I finish the show. I'm, I'm on the long drive home. And I get this email. I'm like, oh, it's from Christopher Daniels. I'll check it. Who knows? Boom. There it is. We'd like you to do this with All Elite Wrestling. Now I'm on my own in the car driving for six hours. So I'm like, what do I do? It's like midnight or whatever it is. So I like call my parents, they answer. Dad thinks that I've been in a car crash or something. I'm like, dad, I told you it was gonna work. Cause my dad, my dad's been super supportive of me and whatever I wanted to do down oh. my many ventures. But there was a point where I'd been wrestling for at the time, like 10 years. And he was like, I mean, do you, I know you like doing this, but is it really going to be like a career for you? Like maybe you should try and find like another job as like a backup. Cause I quit my job to go full time to try and make it. Right. So I just said, told you so. That was the first thing I said to my dad, told you so. And yeah, they've been super supportive. But yeah, moving over to the States was because of this contract, but also we'd been talking for a while too. So it was like, you came and lived with me for a month too, didn't you? before I yeah. moved. So she came over to the UK and lived for a month with me while I was getting prepped to move. And then, How yeah. How did you guys know each other if you were in the UK and Penelope was here? I love this because this makes me feel good about myself. <laughs> All right, everyone, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors.
gentlemen, are you performing your best during sex? Or do you walk away feeling frustrated and disappointed? Well, the Cougar has a solution just for you. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form. Blue Chew's tablets combat erectile dysfunction and help men gain confidence when it's time to go. No doctor visits, it's an online prescription service and Blue Chew provides a consult with one of their licensed medical providers. It's made in the USA, prepared and shipped direct. Use promo code excuse me and receive your first month subscription for free. Enjoy. <laughs> I stalked him. What? Yeah. Quiet little Penelope in the locker room? <laughs> stalked me. Well, okay. So my friend Jamie was telling me, oh, there's this really hot wrestler. And I was like, well, let me see his Instagram. <laughs> and I'm like, yup, follow. Yeah, we are a successful Instagram couple. That's like online dating pretty much, but for free. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it was just a, a like here and there, you know, mm -hmm. he would like something of mine. And then he posted on his story, some of his like music because he plays the guitar and sings. Used to. Well, used I'm to. ex guitarist Until someone singer. punched him in his Adam's apple. But <laughs> um, yeah, and then it just like turned into just talking as like friends and being like, wow, I have so much in common with it's this like person. We love Harry Potter. Video games. Video games. And then, yeah, and then I, I signed. Yeah, so she, she, she signed and then they did the I knew that I was signed, but I obviously hadn't been announced yet. And then they right. did the um, the Daily's Place announcement one where they announced that Jericho's there and, and she was there. And as soon as I saw that, I just messaged her because we'd not spoken about this yet because I, I was under hush-hush and she was under hush-hush. Yeah. Don't tell anyone. Yeah, we were just, were we gradually starting to yeah. flirt? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. No, much. we were just, yeah, you know. And then, yeah, so as soon as that happened, I just messaged her straight away going, well, I guess we're colleagues now. Yeah. And then That's we- That's insane, it's a small world. Uh-huh, and then we ended up meeting up before then, around April, I guess. Was that April? No, March. March or April? Something like that. Yeah. It was like March or April, we met up, we spent a week in New York, and then I flew home, and I was like, ah, oh, like, I miss you, she missed me. So she then literally within like two days, she just booked tickets and flew out to me and then stayed for a week, flew back home. And then like a week after that, you like flew back over, yeah. you had some bookings to do. She did the bookings and then flew back over and stayed with me while I was getting pregnant. We were a couple by this point, obviously. Yeah, um, I helped you pack. She and helped then, me pack my clothes. And then he came, he came home with me. I, we lived with your parents for like the first yeah, we lived month with my or so. For while I was getting everything sorted, because I, I needed to get so much stuff. Like I, I needed my bank account sorted. I needed to find social security. I needed to do all of this other stuff. A visa that, maybe, yeah, passport. Well, exactly, yeah. right? So luckily um, we were there and then we went to Orlando for the year, didn't we? Yep. Too that's, often. That's amazing. So you signed and debuted at Double or Nothing and mm -hmm. you were the first 
uh, featured of a singles match with Sammy Guevara. Yeah. yeah. Now that's pretty incredible. Now let's take it. Let's take the storyline to today uh, because y'all just finished Revolution uh, pay per view, and yeah. now uh, y'all are the first couple. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I even told Penelope y'all are the first couple to make it through the vows of a wedding and on a wrestling show because. Yeah. My wedding's never worked out. I mean, nothing nope. has worked out for me. So nope. when I actually saw that you guys are going through the vows, I'm like, holy shit, like this is going to go through. <laughs> this is going to happen. But exactly. you guys were really married in real life a, few, a couple of days before. Yeah. Um, and now you guys have teamed up with the best man, Miro. And the storyline has been very entertaining because uh, it's it's quite the entertainment with uh, the best friends. Um how, how has this been as a journey? Because you guys have the great uh, gift of working together. And how is that? Because you know, not only are y'all married, but y'all go home together, you work together, you're on the ring together. Um, how is this working? I mean, how does it feel? Because y'all are by each other's side the whole time. I'm so sick of him. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> no, nah. I'm... I'm I'm so kidding. <laughs> it's it's really Surprisingly, weird. Surprisingly, we don't get sick of each No, like, so we, and I said this the other day, it's crazy to think that ever since we got together, we've pretty much spent 99% of our time together. So, like, day to day, it's not like, oh, I go to work, she goes to work, we do this. We just naturally, like... We coexist yeah, really it's well so together. weird. It, it, it literally feels like we are like one in that sense that like my day is just normal with her being there all times. Not in like a, we deliberately play it that way. It's just, it, it just is natural. So when we were talking about bringing it into like the character that we want to do, um, I, I guess to start with, we were like, well, I mean, I hope it works. But yeah. deep down, we knew it was going to work. And then now it's just like, it's just so natural. It's just easy. Well, like there's no. Wanted... Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Like there's no, there's no, like it, it, it doesn't, it's very easy to portray a character when you have the natural chemistry that you have, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Chemistry. Yeah. Very easy. Yeah. Y'all are known as, you know, super bad. And, you know, you guys come out, you know, very cool. I mean, Penelope, you just you add so much to the whole element um and you guys are one of the one of the top popular storylines in aew right now and y'all just faced uh, uh chucky and orange cassidy at the pay-per-view and y'all won um yes, we did. i mean you get to kiss your husband for real in the ring i mean it's not like it's you know it's not just something that oh god i gotta, I gotta kiss a stranger i mean some of those kisses are like I'm kind of going like, what the, like, that's a oh. good kiss right there. So, right, no, that one. so yeah, so that here's, one. here's, here's, here's a bit of behind the scenes information right there. It's a, it's a first, there's two things that I'm thinking of. I know you're, are you thinking of like the dribble one? Yes. So there, there was one, there was one where. Pretty recent. Yeah, it was after my match and we did the usual make out session, but I gave her a kiss with like, there's just this like line of saliva and we didn't notice it, but then everyone else noticed it at the time and like we got bombarded by it. But no, I was going to say sometimes. So I, I love kissing my wife. Every man would love thing. kissing their wife. Thing, but, <laughs> but when you're on TV or 
filming on dark or whatever you're doing and the camera guy is like keep going yeah, keep going keep, keep going. going more <laughs> sometimes you're like and we're like oh, what's going like, on oh no we want to we're trying to stop and they're like no no more 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 we're like, oh, okay we're like, like, come on yeah <laughs> and i'm like okay like but it, it is i i said this i can't remember how i said this to you like a few weeks it might have even jericho i said to someone about it, i said how great is it that part of my job is to make out with a really really hot girl aka my wife for a living Absolutely. how cool is that like i think banging. that's super cool where i'm kind of jealous i'm like, just like man like this is like not who gets to do that every day at work and get away with it and not get I in trouble <laughs> <laughs> So what is next for you guys? Because now y'all won at Revolution and what's what's next as far as what the fans should expect and what does Kip and Penelope want to do next with AEW? I mean, where y'all go from here? I mean, I feel like I feel like now that we're in the in the clear, and by that I yeah. mean we've we've had our wedding. We've got married. We've done that part. I want to really focus on the wrestling side of things. Now, I've always been a wrestler. It's been my goal is to not just be a character. My goal is to be a wrestler. I grew up, my favorite guys to watch were during the matches of, and I, we spoke about this the other day, the, the Eddie, the Dean, the, the, the Benoit, the Jericho, like yeah. those kind of matches. That's what I loved watching. That's what I grew up wanting to emulate. So that's what I want to get to right now. I feel like as a team as well, I feel like I want to kind of help push Miro into that that singles uh, title contention area because I feel like he's one of my best friends. I feel like that is something that he is built for and something that he should be getting to that point now. So hopefully we can help get Miro to that point. Yeah. She's just great. Let's be honest. Like, well, you know, like, I let's think you're amazing. stop it. Well, no, let, me, really let me, let me say this, Kip, since you think Penelope is so great, you know, me being the manager of Nyla Rose, I have my own storylines that I'm thinking about. And I just want to put it out there in the universe. Would you be able, would you be able to handle me stealing Penelope and be part of my stable, which would include you, but Penelope would be like one of my star, you know, Thank you. Vicky, 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 you walked me down for my wedding. I know. You know? There's a connection. Of course, of course, this is something that I am definitely up for negotiations with. Yeah, I just. <laughs> no, I, I, think I love that. I'm a big fan of Nyla. Like, you know this anyway. I'm a huge fan of Nyla. So to me, that's, that's I mean, money because, right there. You know, we're always thinking storylines. You know, we got to be creative in our own. And I just. When I was having you guys on my show, I'm like, I'm going to put it out there because there's a lot of ideas I have and I want to build my stable. And I thought, well, if I had you guys in my stable, then you could still have Miro on your side of whatever y'all are doing. A lot of TV time for us. I like this. I like this. This See? is something That's, that needs to be uh, pen to paper right now. Yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm grabbing Tony Khan and we're going to talk about this. Let's uh, do it. Yeah. All right, guys, so we have some fan questions that came in, and you yep. have y'all have a lot of love all over the world. Aww. And um, there was one that uh, that's he's called he Matt Plavkosti, Plavkosti, and he's also known as Cam, and he is K 
Kip Sapiens on Twitter. I'm sure you've seen him quite a bit. Do you recognize that? I Kip? yeah, there's that there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> Cam wants to know who were the wrestlers that inspired you, which you talked a little bit about. Um, what's one that either past or present that you would want to have a match with that's one of your mentors? You can go first. Well, he's hard. asking you, but my question is for both of y'all. His questions are for both of y'all. Wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah. Uh, what'd you say? Dean Malenko. She's a big Dean fan. I, I am. watch a lot of Dean matches. Very, very much so. Um, man of a thousand holds. Yeah. Um, the Iceman. So mine's really hard because my original answer would have been the Hurricane. Because. Oh. I was a, I'm a huge superhero fan and watching the hurricane as a superhero and a wrestler really helped really draw me into loving wrestling like in that kind of era. Um, I got to have that match. So technically it would have been him, but I did get to wrestle him and I beat him. Wow. Yeah. I beat right. you hurricane. I might've kicked <laughs> him in the balls, but it's okay. Um, I haven't had, the Jericho match yet. That's definitely something I really want to have because that's within that that category of yeah. the, the guys that I would grow up watching. I'd love the match. Um, yeah, the Dean, but he'd still beat me up very easily. He beats me up backstage sometimes. I call Dean Daddy Dean. Dean's like my Dean's Daddy my Dean. wrestling dad. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I love Daddy Dean. Um, He's amazing. I, obviously, like all of the guys, Eddie, all of the guys from that that kind of era that's that's my style of wrestling that i love so i don't think i could pick a particular but i think maybe saying jericho i can say because he's in the company so it could happen yeah it's pretty close neighbors i exactly. Penelope, who's yours that you would want to uh you know go against it's a past or present I don't know. Oh, I, I mean, who was I saying the other day? Her name's not coming to me at the moment. Dean Malenko probably is what you well, yeah. saying. Well, like, Dean Malenko. All she wants is a Malenko match. That's I all do. she wants. Like, I would learn so much yeah, that's from true. that match if it could happen. That's true. Yeah. I mean, if you think of a female, then let me know if it comes to mind. Um, her her last name. Well, it's Toyota. Oh, you, yeah, you are my name, Toyota. You just can't say the yeah. first name. So you, you, she tries not to say it because she. <laughs> I, I her hate, names mixed up. I sometimes. hate I hate butchering people's names. Yeah. and I I do it often, especially when I like Twitch stream. I can't read people's usernames. Yeah, like everyone in the group chat always has to break it down for me, and I'm like, oh. Wow. Yeah, but that's dyslexia though. So it's not like I it's am. just yeah, like it's not so. some of them are really confusing on Twitch, like the pronunciation and stuff. I'm just like, I'll just I'll have to just spell it out just so I don't insult. That's them. what she does. I just can't read well in general. I I pick out I pick out like a part of their name. Like yeah. if there's something that makes sense, like that's what I call them, like just a little bit. <laughs> now Cam also says that um how important is the LGBTQ community to you? Because he loves all the support that you give to that community. Um, what does it mean to you guys and, and personally and what your platform is to help that community out? So, yeah, uh, I mean, do you want to go first or? I, think I feel like have, I always keep jumping in we, instead of- We have a lot of friends in the community and I feel very strongly about it. 
yeah, I um, it it's something that meant a lot to me anyway. But my ex tag partner, I hate saying ex tag partner, but he's clearly not my tag partner anymore. My ex tag partner and best my friend. my best friend Brad Slayer, um, who I grew up in wrestling as the partner of, um, is a member of the LGBTQ plus community, um, and for me it was me and him would go on the like we did the pride march you came along with us mm -hmm. on that year too it's just something that i have so many friends and family that are members of that community that it just means a lot and i've always been a, a like it sounds so like stereotypical to say but like i've always been one of those people that is you can't judge someone for their appearance or for who they are like everyone is just like we're all people at the end of the day some people yeah. are, are, are knobheads but that's just because they're knobheads like yeah. but you can't judge someone for their sexuality or any of these things so to me if there's anything that i can do in my career to help support the lgbtq plus community or anything like that then I'm, of course i'm going to do it so yeah for me it's just something that I want to, I want to, I want my kids to look back and go, dad did what he could. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I don't want to, yeah, we have a platform and I'd just like to dad. use that. Well, just I mean. <laughs> yeah, Penelope, you're not part of that. She's dad. Mom did some stuff. Dad did, dad did all. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Which mom does all the work anyway. <laughs> she does. No, no, hands down. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to get to the arena on time without her. I wouldn't get my flight without her. <laughs> what is it? What does the community mean to you? It means everything. I mean, my my best friend, Jamie. My best friend Jamie is a part of it, and I, I so I just I feel very passionate about it. I I think that's amazing because we all have a a voice that we can use to help support that community, especially exactly. our platform at AEW, like. You know, being on television and the status that we have, I think it helps educate everyone as well. So, and me working Definitely. with Nyla Rose just opened up this whole platform for me that exactly. I never had that experience. So to stand next to her, I'm like, I stand with her, not only as a manager, but as camaraderie, you know, and as my friend. So it, it says, it speaks volumes when people watch us together. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I feel proud. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's it's um, it's 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 evolutionized quite a lot over the years. So I think that was something very good for that community. Mm -hmm. All right. So the gaming empire wants to know who would you want to wrestle next in AEW, and this is for you and uh, Penelope. Ooh. Darby. Darby, are going to skateboard together and then beat the yeah. shit out of each other? <laughs> yeah, no, we've had a few matches, but I I don't know. I really want, I want an all out match with Darby, like not the show all out, but yeah, like I want to, I want to work with Darby because Darby's great. Yeah. And he's, he's so, he's so different as well. Like it's so hard in this day and age that we live in for there to be like things that are new and fresh when like everything has pretty much been done if you if you know what i mean yeah darby is fresh you know what i mean and that excites me for all the possibilities of going into a storyline is i would like to really get to those bare bones with darby you know what i mean that's amazing I think Penelope, 
Who would you want to face in the women's division? Uh, Not Dean Malenko. No. <laughs> uh, I think Ty Conti. Oh, that would be awesome. Because we had our tag match and I got a little taste of like what she could do in the ring. And I felt like we had good chemistry and she goes, she's tough. Like she's very tough. And I just think we have a really great fun match together. Wow. I, I want to see you in a hardcore match. Oh my gosh. I would love a hardcore match. Yes. Yeah. Give me one. She's that crazy. She's that, crazy. Yeah, that would be awesome. So tell us, tell us about y'all's Twitch channels real quick. Mm -hmm. um, Kip, you have such a, a great following and I've, I've rated both of y'all and you guys have your stick together on these pages. Um, what sponsors do you have? How many followers and how has that been going for you? So, I mean, I started Twitch mainly because I just play video games all the time. And one day you literally just came up to me, didn't you? And just went, why don't you like stream it? Because I, I've also watched streamers on Twitch for years. So she was like, well, why don't you do this? And I was like, it's a good idea, actually, I'll do it. So yeah, I got started in like, I guess, February of last year was when I did my first stream. And I just loved it. I've always liked meet and greets. So I've always liked talking to wrestling fans about wrestling because at the end of the day, we're all wrestling fans anyway. So it's the easiest conversation. And I'm, I'm so socially awkward. Like my... Both of us. We have, we have crazy, crazy social anxieties. That's why days. I'm so quiet. But, <laughs> but when, I'm, when I'm comfortable around people, then I'm fine. And I'm like I am now. But um, when, when uh, I used to go to these, these conventions and stuff, I love the fact that I always had a talking point because it's wrestling. So we can just talk about wrestling and I can talk about that all day. So we're fine. Twitch was the same. It was like, I can just talk about what I want to talk about. And these people will talk to me back. And it's kind of like that. And then I really got into the hardcore gaming aspect. And now it like, I try and take the gaming part as seriously as I can. Um, and it's great that we have so many people in AEW that Twitch stream now, because it's, it's opening Twitch as this great platform. And as bad as COVID has been, Twitch is one of the things that has kind of come through that like a rocket. Um, and, and yeah, it's, it's helped me with a lot of things. I work with Astro who uh, make headsets, um, the best headsets. I've always been an Astro fan, and now I get to partner up with Astro to promote their stuff, and they give me free product, which is incredible. Um, do you, I also do you get free stuff to your wife, or do you get to her own? I gifted her a pair of personalized headphones the other day. Nice pink and white ones. They look oh, great. Oh, that's amazing. And then, yeah, and I, 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 I'm also a fan of G Fuel, which is an energy drink. Um, it comes in like a powdered form or you can get the cans. They also have zero caffeine, but still with focus in them. So I got to team up with them. And then I do a thing now, I call it the Rage of the Week, which is where my producer, who is also my brother and full-time content developer, um, he makes these videos for me, which is throughout my streams of the week, the best rages, my chat on Twitch can vote for what they think is the best one. And then that becomes the rage of the week. And that's powered by G Fuel. So I get to do that now as well. Oh, very I just, clever. I just love, I love video games. I love being able to talk with the people in my chat because they're the people that, that care, that want to be part of this growing community. 
and I care about them. It's, it's crazy how close I feel with the people in my chat because I stream nearly every day. So I get to spend nearly every day with them on this, this stream. And then you have the same with yours and we have a lot of like crossover. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like ah. Now Penelope, you know, you, your confidence on Twitch, I mean, you draw the most beautiful drawings during your stream. Mm -hmm. uh. And wait, no, I'm going to call you out because you sit there, you're like, oh man, this is not good. This is like, I don't like the way this is turning out. And the fans love it. And I am enjoying it because you're really freaking talented. I mean, you underestimate your talent with your drawings. Oh, thank you. Well, also the chat, like they always, so like, I can't see things like the angles properly. It's hard for me to like get them down on paper and like the chat like helps walk me through it. And they're very like, they're they lose my confidence. I, and I love like my, my channel. I have a great community on there and, but thank you. I, I still beat myself up. I, cause I know I could do better. And when I don't see it the way I want to on the paper, it upsets me. But it's like your your confidence with the Twitch chat as well, like from the first stream to now, it's, it's crazy. Oh, like yeah. Now. Yeah. So much more comfortable. And that's, yeah, I, Twitch has helped me a lot. That's Just amazing. Like now, what, what are y'all, how can people follow you um, so you can promote yourself on Twitch right now? Twitch.tv forward slash BKipsavian. Forward slash Penelope Ford. I forgot to do the forward right. slash video. I bailed it. It's because Sammy's not here. Normally with Sammy, I'd be doing my forward slash. Forward also, slash. The, the, the Sammy and Kip show over on YouTube. I Well, Kyle, the one that Nyla and I took over. Yeah, that yep. one. Yeah, I know that one. I know that one. So good. We stole. So we now do rapid fire questions as a weekly gimmick. And we <laughs> stole that from that episode with you and Nyla. Um, should the royalties be coming in anytime soon? You know, any chance I mean, of positive? We can we can talk about that after. You know, we talk about the <laughs> interjecting Penelope into the little faction yours. We can see where we're at on the uh, the percentage cuts. You know, I, I can negotiate better than Matt Hardy, so you know, I'm I'm a lot easier <laughs> to get along with. <laughs> All yeah, right, no, guys, I definitely trust you more. We're gonna do some rapid fire questions as a newlywed, and so oh, no. this is gonna be kind of fun. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm a pro at this now. Oh, I'm nervous though. I'm better than you at it. My brain okay. does brain farts when this happens. <laughs> Who is the better cook? Me. Yep. Huh. Who cries first? Me. Huh. <laughs> Who has control over remote control? Me. Simon. Kip. Penelope. What is your worst pet peeve of Kip? Uh, not throwing his trash away. <laughs> When it's right next to the trash can. I Kip. like to create a pile before I put it away. <laughs> oh my God. Kip, what is your worst pet peeve of Penelope? Calling me out for not putting the trash away. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> is really? Is that it? Probably one of them. One of them. Well, no, she gives me that look. She gives me that like, and I'm like, <laughs> now I have to do it. I was being oh. nice. In your home, who occupies the most space? Me. Yep, I get given That's my good. little designated areas. Uh, good job, Penelope. All right, here's your last one. Name a hobby that you enjoy that your fans do not know about. Oh, that's gonna be hard. 
I'm like an open book. Yes. Oh man. Oh, oh. <laughs> like like a guilty indulgence that you don't talk about on Twitch or wrestling or anything. I stumped him. Yes, I really don't know. It's yes, oh god. I don't even know what it would be. Like I, I mean I'm into like weird YouTube videos. Oh yeah, no, I I've got her one. I can answer her one. She loves those Dr. Pimple Popper things. For, oh, those are the best. No, she she loves them, but I cringe at them and hate them. That's oh. probably the one thing we don't share. But the problem is with technology these it. days <laughs> is from her phone, she can just put it on the TV. So I'll just be sitting there like on my phone, like you know, and then all of a sudden I look up and they're just like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh. no, I love like on my free time. She loves that though. So yeah, that, that would be, and he walks in the room and now it's on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really think I have something I don't share. Uh, What's something that you really enjoy that you don't get enough time at doing because y'all are so busy? Skateboarding, maybe. I like that. And then I guess I do that a lot as well. You've seen me skating around backstage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you? Oh yeah, do you have do nothing. Okay, so Penelope's the one that has the. I tell you what, Vicky. I think I have too much free time. <laughs> oh, you can help me clean then. No, but I mean, as in, I'm doing everything that I love to do. You do. want to cook dinner when we get back? I now? have. I have the basement skate park that I'm building. He can cook dinner maybe next next week. Streaming. I'll, I'll, we'll hold him to it publicly. <laughs> All right, guys. Um. Kip, tell me everything that people can follow you on, and then Penelope will, will go next. So this yep. is y'all's time for the fans to write everything down and to follow you guys and give y'all a, a like, comment, and get y'all, get your likes I'm, and your followers. I'm super easy. Everything is under the Kip Sabian, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, Facebook. Don't use it. Probably have one. Uh, <laughs> have many that you don't know about? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is, it's, it's all under the Kip Sabian. I was, I was a smart kid. I was like, keep everything together. I was Keep not. it simple. Hers <laughs> is and like what, everything. And what Mine about you, Penelope? Is, my Instagram is the underscore Penelope Ford. Twitter is the Penelope Ford. And my YouTube is Penelope Ford. Penelope Ford. And, your and my Twitch is Penelope, Penelope Ford. Ford. So it's Let just me different. Let me tell you something. You can try Penelope. This is for you. You know how you like the pimple, Dr. Pimple Popper? Try looking at videos of dentists taking plaque off teeth. I love it. The tartar is, the I was tartar. watching some last night. It's like chunks of plaque just like being chipped off. And it's it. incredible. And the people are choky because it's going in the back of their throat and they're like, they just stopped the video. It's the most relaxing shit no. i've ever seen oh uh, you guys you, you know guys are one, creepy you know what actually kind of grosses me out is have you ever seen tonsil stones being removed no oh, but who would yeah yeah that that's one's good gross one. that that's gross I've, that's I've amazing. seen a lot of them and i'm like yeah i don't know if i can get over this one being gross. oh my god you guys are so creepy i like hit that in the locker room tomorrow no i know you guys can do this i'm gonna i'm gonna vacate that area jeez <laughs> Kip and Penelope, I want to thank y'all so much. I no, love you guys you. to pieces and y'all are just two of my favorite people in the locker room. And thank you for taking the time out. I know it's our day off. Um, I appreciate your time and I wish y'all so much love in your, in your marriage and also on the show at AEW because you guys are knocking it out of the park and I'm y'all's biggest fan. 
Oh, thank you, Vicky. Thank we you. love you too. We love you. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your day off, and I'll see you at work tomorrow. Oh, yes. yeah. Take care. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> There you have it, everyone. The amazing couple that is also known as Superbad from All Elite Wrestling. Thank you, Penelope and Kip, for your funny stories. And also for letting the world know that Penelope is a famous stalker. Okay, guys. As always, I just want to thank each and every one of you for showing me support on my podcast by downloading, liking, commenting, subscribing, and sending your questions every week that I have a guest without you guys. I can't do this job and it takes teamwork and if my fans are helping me that just brings me so much joy and happiness and what I get to do each and every week with another fascinating guest until next week be kind love one another and have a great week excuse me sayonara <laughs>